Are you, you, it's like you forgot everything. I feel like I have. Somebody said it's like riding a bike or riding a sash. I don't know. But you've <laughs> you've you've dropped a lot, haven't you? You've dropped the ball. I have. Pick it up quick. Get the balls Try back again. in my hand. Here you go. There Take you two. go. Balls now, I feel more, now I feel okay. more comfortable. Three, two, one, back in the room. Here's your visuals. Go. Welcome to the Sports Project. Of course, we have Sasha, Kurt, Sport. 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 I've got a lift. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and this is how we start the Sport Project. That was Sasha welcoming himself to the show. Of course, Carlo, now known as Carlos. Shut up. <laughs> and Chris. Yeah, welcome. What's been happening? You guys are very merry today. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we uh, we just had a long lunch with Mr. Gordon Tallis. Oh. And he wanted to come in, but Sasha was brave enough to tell him no. Uh, so, Gordy, <laughs> it wasn't... Because <laughs> I, I was quick enough to run out of there. He's, known, he's the raging sexual. bull. And he's I don't mean the sec- sexual price. Mm. But you guys are doing something a little bit different together. Sasha, it's something that you've been working on for a little while. Yes, so um, we're actually doing a little bit with Movember, which has been a good thing. So Chris was kind enough to come along um, to raise awareness for men's mental health. Were free drinks offered? Free drinks were offered, but they were coffees. That's why he was there. They were coffees. Um, Yeah, so Chris and I did um, a little photo shoot there, which will uh, launch in May, so May 8. It's all about mate, May 8, mate. Mm, Um, And grabbing a mate, going out, grabbing a coffee, just chewing the fat and checking in with one another. So it's all about mental health. You Love it. It's a really important it. part. And I, like, not enough men really talk about openly about their feelings and what they're going through. And we just really want to encourage everyone to go, you know what? Lend a hand. Here we are. We're here to talk to each other. It's not an easy subject, but if you if you get it off your chest, it can often help you out. Exactly well, right. I, I've been trying to grow my uh, mo- moustache <laughs> for at least uh, 12 <laughs> years. Shut the fuck up, will you? <laughs> and yeah, I just yeah. want, you need to shut up. It won't grow. Yeah, but I don't, why don't I get asked to be an ambassador? I love how it's about mates and reaching out and he's actually pouring his heart out that he can't actually grow any hair and, <laughs> and he's just going, shut yeah. up and fuck off. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. That's how we roll. Yeah, well, great Where's the love? But it was good. It was very good and uh, it was very hard for Chris and I to pretend to be friends. But um, we got through it in the end. Yeah, yeah well, hopefully. Seven years at NIDA come out. Yeah. <laughs> you went to NIDA? Nope. <laughs> just you, hung around a few that did. <laughs> <laughs> They're good act as well. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, he's a good actor. In the dock. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, it is the sport podcast. What is wrong with you? Have you got today? marbles in your mouth? I've got. I've had a few worse things in my mouth. Um, oh, all right. So oh, <laughs> we're she's talking about sport. hamburgers, ladies exactly. and gentlemen. Exactly. Love, love a hamburger. Absolutely. Oh, hot dog. Um, on the show this week, we're going through the Senum section. Section. Oh, what is wrong? Right. No, it, it, no, no. You know what? I'm cutting you off. I'm cutting you off. This is brilliant. I'm cutting you off. I'm falling apart. Keep talking. We're going to go through the send them segment. We're going to have a rundown on everything that's happening in sport, and we're going to just tape Renee's mouth. (laughs) <laughs> she likes it. Promises, <laughs> promises, promises. Hey, um, we've got Billy Slater on the show a little bit later on. Yeah, One of do. Chris's uh, names that he loves to drop like a hot potato. We always Billy see you, Slater. Slater. Yep, and uh, Tony Sanzo, ring-a-ding-ding. Um, but we're going to do send them section a little bit differently. We've been uh, sort of hamstringing us to 60 seconds, and which basically means the waffler of the group, Carlo, can't actually um, add anything insightful to it because he always gets cut off. So, for your so sake, bad. we're opening it's, it up. Thank you. Yeah, so, nice what do you see, Manchester City lost in the Champions League? No one fucking gives a shit. Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Stop talking! If you mention English Premiership, I'm going to chop you in the throat. Oh, honestly, oh, it's so happening. exciting. Liverpool and Roma. Oh, oh, can you keep going? Actually, do you know keep what going. you're going to enjoy out of, um, we'll call it football? You're leaving? Manchester City. Do you know who um, they've just been sponsored by? Oh, fuck off. Direct? Tinder. No, have I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're well, kidding. No, that's, that, well, that's, that's, that's unbelievable because they're owned by the UAE. So it's an Arabic community that own Manchester City, yet they're going to be sponsored by Tinder. Yeah, they, did a, they right. did a full um, presser today, I think it was, or last night for them. And it was, um, you know, Everyone the owner in the middle please. and the guy goes, you want the, the person on the left to speak first or the right? So there was, <laughs> <laughs> was, was some good. Do yourself a favour and have a look. It's been playing on Fox Sports News all day. So it's I've been. the Abu contingent that own it. How do they? They're, they're all like hard, legit Muslims. Well, it was about bringing people together. Of course it is. <laughs> and genitals together too. But mm. nobody talks about that. Well, not necessarily. Know. Oh, I tell you what though. 
old fella across from me. We had dinner last night. That's what I do with me. Speaking of Tinder. It was a beautiful Well, we all know Carlos is a big Tinder fan. No, on the advice of my lawyer, I declined to answer any further questions on the map. Forget that. Sasha's going to step above. See, like, Carlo would never let me touch his phone or his Tinder account. I just found you're allowed to touch everything else. Which I found really fucking offensive. But Sasha let me go through his Bumble account last night. How much fun is that? Yeah, so for everyone out there, I I uh, uploaded. Is he uploaded or downloaded? Downloaded. downloaded. Up or down? Uploaded um, your um, pictures. I downloaded uh, Bumble just to give it a crack. Because your Tinder um, DMs aren't enough. Oh, sorry, your Instagram DMs. I don't know what you're talking about, Renee. Oh. Um, yeah, so I downloaded Bumble um, and then Chris uh, had, a, had a flick through. And um, yeah, I don't know if you want to like, elaborate on that, Chris, but. No, he's, Did he's you get any matches? Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> Look he's at him, on he's on the now. phone right now. He's on no, right he's now. sending an apology <laughs> to <laughs> Sarah right now. Uh, sorry, sorry, Did man. you get any matches? Um, no. I didn't work then, did it? Mate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a coy smile. If you can see what we're looking like at right now. Like a greyhound looking at the rat. Hey, um, well, let's kick off. As I said, we're, um, we're probably going to go into a little bit more football chat thanks to Carlos. Um, but who wants to start off the send him segment? Chris does. Chris. Well done, Chris. Yeah, well volunteered. Okay. Away you go. Ball well, on the tee. You see, unorganised again. I didn't really turn up. <laughs> and I, and I, um, I, I thought, I thought, what has really, really pissed me off in the sporting world this week? And you know what? Good friend of mine, Sammy Burgess. He got banned for two weeks, right? For a raised arm, which I thought was fucking pathetic. It was really, really embarrassing. He gets one game back and he throws in a high tackle. All right, it might have been a little bit high. A little bit. Uh, all right, he might have took his finger off. He lost his teeth. Off. But he gets another two weeks. Yeah. There's a similar kind of high tackle the following game against his brother, Tom Burgess. Gets put on report. Nothing really happens. The consistency within rugby league is really shit throughout the whole... Hey, hashtag referee. talk the game up. Huh? Hashtag talk the game up. Well, no, I, I love the game. <laughs> I played the game for God knows how long. And I still love to watch it, but it really frustrates me how they're ruining it with these stupid rule changes and the inconsistency in decisions. If you're going to ban one, ban them all. I mean, they, they tried one. And, and it added up to, what, 54 penalties in two games? And yeah. it looked really stupid and people, it really put people off. The referees have to do what they're told. And they did that for one game. And now it's just gone back to inconsistent again. So, for me, I just want to shoot Seth. <laughs> that was me having a sip of a Canadian club. Hashtag Canadian club. Um, Chris, <laughs> Hashtag not I tend to agree with you, but Sammy Burgess's first one that he got uh, the ban for was... No good. Like, you shouldn't have yeah, you shouldn't got banned for that. It was too harsh. harsh. But the second one, like you said before, he dead set took his head off. So, I think there just needs to be a bit more consistency in the game. Um, but that's, yeah, the second one, I think he, he deserves it. Oh, I've, I've no qualms about the second one. But the first one, it's the consistency that it's happening time and time again in various other games. And against his teammates and, and his brother, in fact. Yeah. And, and it's just being waved away. If you're going to ban them, okay, ban them. And then it will clean the game up like you really intend to do. We don't buy one and leave the rest to go. Mm. I actually thought, I, I did think, uh, again, with you, Sash, the first one was harsh. Second one, I, I actually thought that was a pretty bad tackle. Just reckless more than anything. He's caught him sweet on the on the jaw. But he's got to be very careful here, Sam. You know, one of our dear mates, Adrian Marler, literally got rubbed out of the game. Mm. Rubbed out of the game because of too many uh, misdemeanours and going in front of the judiciary. He's got to be really careful, Sam, because the points are starting to add up and he'll start getting three and four matches. And very quickly, you know, again, what happened at Mars when it came down to contract time, they weren't looking at him for two or three years because they went, we can't. We can only have you for a year at a time because we don't know if you're going to be playing much. Do you see his game changing drastically, though, to be able to sort of rule that out? Because it was like he, he'd had a couple of weeks off, yeah. so you can imagine that the energy and frustrations and, and wanting to get back out there would be quite heightened going into that game. You don't want to change his game, though, would, would you? I, I think well, he's, he, he's one of the most feared forwards in the game. Yeah, like you don't want he, – he goes close to the wind, doesn't he? So you don't want to change his game. But um, I think I think it was reckless. On another day, he wouldn't have connected with him. Someone a bit taller. It was it was Caesar, after all. You know, he's a smaller he's a smaller player. So, you know, he's caught him around the chops. Yeah, either that or he had a holiday booked and he had to uh, <laughs> get a few weeks off. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Uh, next send them. Let's wrap that one up. Um, Sash. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna backtrack to 1994. Um, actually, for my send them segment. So, I don't know if you remember Kim Jong Il, who was uh, Kim Jong Un's father. Yes. Um, he recorded a 38 under par game of golf by 34 his, actually. Was it 34? 34. Yeah. I did red something was a 38. No, 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 no. no, 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 no I did say too many Canadian clubs. <laughs> Hashtag Canadian club. Um. At the Pai Yong Gong Yong 
um, golf course. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's going good for you, isn't it? It I is going I've, well. I've but 11 that. holes in one. It's like yeah. in my start. So my, off. 11 holes in one. So my Sendham segment, I don't know what it is really, but it's it's absolutely ridiculous that a bloke can hit 11 you know, under par, 11 holes in one to get 34 under par. Well, there's a reason why that was so ridiculous. You sent me this as your Sendham section, so I thought I better um, do some research on it. Do you want to know how it was scored? They've gone to the block. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So basically, the the, the story came out. <laughs> Why are you looking at me well, like that? I'm, I'm actually intrigued. So I, didn't, I didn't read the whole article. <laughs> I, just, I just read shock that. And all, I've got, shock I've and got, all. Three, I've got four dot points yeah. on my bit of paper. <laughs> Um, so basically the scorekeeper tracking Kim's round that day had relied on a relative to par system. So marking down zero for pars, one for bogeys and two for double bogeys. So that's why he had so many hole-in-ones. He was actually hitting bogeys. But how it's read obviously in our terms is it's hole-in-one. <laughs> and obviously that's the way it went up. But there, there was apparently like quite a few professional golfers and they've, they've hit closer to 90 on that hole. So you can see the significant difference. Not that hole, but that course. I know someone exactly <laughs> Good work, like Sash. That. <laughs> I, I used to play golf. <laughs> why have you got your head in your hands, Carlo? I'll, I'll tell you. Because exactly I know what's why. coming. I used to play golf with Carlo back in the UK, right? <laughs> he would cheat like nobody I've ever Not met true. before. No bullshit. He would tell me, right, he hit, he hit his golf in the, he hit his ball in the rough. And then I go, have you found it? He go, nah, nah. And then all of a sudden I turn around and go, I found it. And I go, where is it? He go, it's there. And it's still rolling where he's <laughs> picked one out of his pocket and threw it down the fairway. <laughs> but the best of all time was, right, he hit one over the trees on the opposite fairway. Get this. So I'm watching him through the gap in the trees. And I go, have you found your ball? He goes, yeah, I found my ball. He goes, watch for it over the trees, mate. So I said, yeah, sure. All the time I'm looking through the trees right at him. And he picks the ball up and he throws it over the trees. <laughs> and I said, and he come through and I said, mate, you threw it. He went, I did not. <laughs> I said, I said, I fucking watched you throw it. You threw the ball. He went, I did not. I went, you didn't take a club. And he went, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's <laughs> not baseball. And I didn't bang to rights in that. And, and he used to try and blame me for money this way. <laughs> you know I mean? It's not like he was cheating. He wanted to blame me for breakfast. Or lunch or anything, and he was Has cheating. much changed? Uh, no, not really. I always try and cheat against Chris. He's just too good. Pisses me off. Oh, really petal, pisses me off. Petal, while you're on your little rant, uh, off you go. Okay, so mine is DCE at Manly. You know, Daily Cherry Evans and, and the whole Manly contingent going crazy about going out on the piss on uh, in Gladstone after a game when a, a curfew was set. You know, I'm just I'm trying to think where his head is at the moment, DCE, because... Not only is he the captain and he's going out on the on the piss um, with his players against curfew, he, he's then also you know disrespecting the coach in that respect too. So I'm, I'm just, what's your thoughts on it? I I think he needs a definite sending off, to be totally honest with uh, DCE. I, I, yeah, crazy. Just send him at the bar and get the round in for all of us. But oh, what, right. is it, what is it? What is it? Because he went number? to the strippers. You want to come out? Oh, yeah. Did he get strippers? Yeah, they went well, to the strippers. Yeah. There, was a, there was kind of a good story that came out of it that I heard. For the, so with Manly, with the players, they all take turns in putting their music on the speakers in the gym. So um, basically you put your playlist on and if the team doesn't like it as a whole, you get a punishment, which is like on the Aerodyne bike or the ski or something. Yeah. Quite brutal fitness-wise. Anyway, this one day, uh, Cherry put his music on and having three daughters and a wife as well too, you can imagine the influence of the music on there. Probably wasn't up to par with the Manly boys. <laughs> Reckon there might have been some Taylor Swift or something in there. Uh, no offence, Ches. Um, and anyway, Ches got absolutely punished with this thing that they do on the Aerodyne bike. Um, coming straight out of that, Manly strength and conditioning through this massive fitness session on them, which was basically like, um, you know, like a figure eight fitness test, like the most grueling thing you can throw at a footballer. Yeah. With respect to that, Cherry came out and put the biggest numbers on the board, absolutely smoked everyone after getting smoked in the gym by that. And I'm by talking on the Aerodyne bike, not what Sasha's doing with his hands right now, child. And out of that, the players just massively like hat tip to him. So he sort of won that player group over. So everyone sort of talks about Cherry being hated or disliked because he's so diplomatic in his words. But me personally, like I, I think Cherry's a really good bloke. Mm. My problem is the fact out of this matter is that Manly are refusing to name the other players that were involved. However, they've quite easily thrown Jackson Hastings out into the wolves. And under the bus. Yeah. Um, I nearly Cherry Evans might be getting smoked again after this. Renee's giving him a big talk. <laughs> well, no, I think I'll everyone's... Be him. Every- <laughs> 
content. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think, um, I mean, the biggest thing with Chez, I, you know, is it a fact that it is the big fuck you to the coach or... Is it played? Yeah. Like, uh, you kind of sit there and go, well, where is it sort of coming from? Like, both Trent Barrett and assistant coach John Cartwright are the kind of guys and coaches that will sit around and go, we're going to let you be adults. So I'm not yeah, going to yeah, sit yeah. here and do this. So to hear that they've put a curfew on the players, to me, is a little bit surprising. Yeah. Um, and is that something that we need to be doing to our footballers? Or, you know, do we sit there and go, men, you've got to be men? Look, I'd like to run off the back of that one. Of course um, you do. You love yeah. running off the back of but, things. But seriously, it, it, I, don't, I don't agree with the curfews and stuff. Everyone's like, they, all these guys are grown men. They can make decisions for themselves. Mm-hmm. You go out and play a game of footy, you finish up, and you go and hit the cans. I don't know where Chris is going. <laughs> Probably going to have a lamb shank. Um, <laughs> you, but you hit the cans the with the boys. and yeah. you have, that, That's part of the culture. I don't understand this curfew stuff. Like that Everyone's a grown man. If you can't take responsibility for yourself, then who's going to take responsibility? I agree with that. But just coming back to that, if a coach sets a curfew, you respect it. And you know what yeah. I mean? Now, yeah, it's disappointing to hear and, that captain's I, come out. Yeah, and I, and I agree with you, Renee. I think if you treat them like kids, a lot like kids, I think you've got to be adults in this situation. Uh, but at the end of the day, I, I doubt, doubt it very very much with Hoss and uh, Baz and DCE sitting in the same room and discussing this curfew that nothing was said. So mm. I think it's not something that you do lightly or you do without thought process. And then for your captain just to go out, I just think it's a real big F you. And I, I really, I really struggle for Baz at the moment. I think he's going to lose the room if he doesn't, if he doesn't, you know, get this right. And he's, uh, and decisions are obviously on the field are going against him as well. Well, what about the position he's put in now with Crocker now completely out for Crocker, completely out for the season with yeah. an ACL injury on the weekend? Is he now forced Jackson Hastings has He's to come back to the it. side. And, and Barrett actually said already said, he goes, mate, I'm looking at Mickey Mouse at this stage. If I don't laugh, I'll cry. Yeah. But the hand is forcing in. Uh, and just on that, but sorry, uh, Sash, but why would you need to come out on the presser and actually, you know, out Jackson Hastings knowing that it's a long season? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I just thought it was handled very poorly. That's a closed door type scenario. <laughs> closed door scenario and it was open anyway. Yeah, that's yeah, my thoughts look, on it. Yeah, just wrap it up. But Trent Barrett, he's, he's a good-looking bloke, isn't he? Isn't he? Hasn't he aged well? How yeah, he's aged well. How is the coach still got hair and not a great going hair? on about this? Look, nobody pissed in their own mouth. What are you still <laughs> what talking about? You just come You've left uh, You just did. <laughs> you just, I saw him doing the bubbler everyone at home. He was <laughs> doing the bubbler. for the inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag TC. Um, all right, well, let's wrap that one up and move on to the final one. I've gone with the AFL. Um, and uh, the AFL chief executive, Gillan McLaughlin, um, has come out and basically said he's all for hush money being paid to sexual harassment victims oh, as long as it did. helps resolving the issue. He did not. Yeah, he has. Uh, Fremantle hit wow. the headlines early this month and it was oh. reported an official made a secret payment to a – it was a former junior staffer to settle an alleged sexual harassment complaint. Um, Dude, where so was he, he when Carla was playing? <laughs> Pay the, the man. On the advice of my lawyer, declines to answer any further questions. <laughs> um, he's, but yeah, they basically come out and, and said, um, they basically, how did it work against their responsibility policy? And he said what the core part of the policy is, is actually resolving the issue between the complaint and the person um, who they're making the allegations against. So it's entirely appropriate and part of the policy for it to be confidential. And as far as they're concerned, that's play on. Okay. Look, I, I had to open a drink for that. Because yeah, go that's on. just absolutely fucking astounding. That. That's, that's, oh. How can you, you do that? If you want to keep the game clean, if you want to keep the game clean, keep your players clean. Exactly Stay right. out of it. There's no I words mean, look, I mean, sometimes there is smoke without fire. Sometimes people. Well, this throw is it. the thing. This opens the door for now people to come out and go for it, like, yeah. and you know, women or men to come forward and say that they were sexually assaulted, and then the the payments to start going. All right, well, you said you're going to settle this just to keep me quiet and keep it out of the headlines. Does mm. that not open that door? It does. It really does. And you know, sa- sadly, there's going to be more people. There's going to be in the in the league of AFL. There's going to be more females now that can believe and honestly think that this is their easy. Hey, yeah. All males. Yep. Or, or Easy. This is going to be their easy way out. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Right. I just, I think, else. I think uh, one of the leaders in, in a sport should not come out and make a statement like that. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Body has actually come out and said that though. Fucking like, the, yeah, yeah, I think it bullshit. really it throws the players under a bus to a degree, and even staffers under that. Like, the, the, this basically came out because of a sexual harassment case against a staffer. Is this his last ditch attempt at trying to keep the guys together, trying to make them? 
think before they act in that way. Do you know, do you know what? We've tried to curb this. We've tried to curb this fucking group sex with girls and accusations. And we've tried to curb this guy's going out getting pissed and sleeping with young girls. We've tried doing all this, but none of it has worked. It's still happening and they're coming more and more. Is this his last ditch attempt to say, do you know what? We'll just pay them out. So now be on your alert well, because there's going to be more and more coming out trying to get the money out of you and trying to get you in that uh, compromising position. The, the, pro- the problem you've got there, though, is uh, when money's involved, um, there are more cases that aren't specifically true than they are that actually are true. Do you well, know what right, I mean? That's, so that's so now, now, yeah, but now, what if you look at a girl on a different ray or you brush against her by accident and then she, she cries rape? You know, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm, I'm not I mean, condoning I mean, it, but I'm you, just you saying... you got to do more than brush against it for a cry, right? Yeah, no, but now they're thinking, well, it's easy me now, because they know that they'll just sweep under the carpet and, and pay her off. And I just think it's wrong in the first place. It, it makes a game out of it, though. Like, it, it's just not... It's just not on. And then there's legitimate cases out there. There might be legitimate cases moving forward. And they're just going to think, oh, this girl just wants the money. But the, you know, yeah, it's, not, it's not right. I want to I wrap it up with a vote now. Like, this is probably the best send segment that we've had this far because it's been researched and actually thought about. Well, not Sasha. So <laughs> what we want to do is just say, you got two choices. We're going to have a poll. Do you think it's fucked? Hands up. Yeah. There's four yeah. hands. That's it. Send him. Send him. What, a, what do you say? Three, two, one. He's got to go. Three, two, one, mate. He's got to go. Dead set. He's got to step down. He's got to start washing cars at the Waves Car Wash. Hashtag Waves Car Wash. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we are controversial here on the Sports Project podcast. Far out, Renee. Wrap it up. (laughs) We're going to be back with loads more. We've got Billy Slater on the phone later on. Of course, Tony Sanza. Ring a ding ding. You said we'd be back. Where are we going? You know what? We're just going to give our chance uh, to maybe continue sipping on your Canadian clubs. Hashtag Canadian Club. Um, and plenty more happening on the show. Don't done, go anywhere. We've got plenty of content. Let's talk football. Carlo? Yeah. I love you, Mark. <laughs> A-League last night. Boring! <laughs> it may be, but it's semi-final time. It deserves a chat. Uh, Newcastle Jets 1-2-1 against Melbourne City but more don't worry about the result uh, obviously Newcastle going through but a wonder goal by McGee uh, oh, that was awesome Hi, McGee, 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 McGee. On a, well, for, for the listeners that didn't see it Cross comes in the play, it's gone behind the player but he's just flicked out his leg from no, behind and it's gone He's hit, it's hit it sweet and it's gone straight in the top, top are, you, right. are they, you actually joking they call that no. the scorpion scorpion kick. the scorpion so, Remember uh, the Colombian goalkeeper that nearly got shot for Higuata, Higuita, Rene Higuita. No, he didn't. It was he Escobar. Did, didn't he? Escobar got the shot. The Man City were basically leading from the 14th minute to the 57th. Man City, until, Man City, as Melbourne, Man City Melbourne, Melbourne City, City, Melbourne City. Yeah. Uh, were leading from that basically up until the 57th minute. And then the Scorpion kick came in. And I think it was a goalie literally just stood there. Normally you see how the, the goalie goes and yeah, tries yeah, to... Yeah, he literally just watched it sail over his head he and just went, went... Oh, that's freakish. That's, that. You know what? That deserves to just not even let me touch and the it's, side. And it's gone viral. Absolutely viral. Yeah. Like every everything... Sky Sports, everything. Can we just make a meme, like a meme, mem, whatever you call it, of the goalkeeper's face where it goes like, and you're just looking going, what the fuck? <laughs> scorpion. I reckon, he, yes, well, that'd be Scorpion. That would be if the goal kicked. But uh, they were wooden spooners last year. Yeah, they've done They've done a great, you know, great effort to get to the final. And you've got Sydney and Melbourne, uh, Melbourne victory tonight in the uh, Allianz. So that should be well, a Well, not tonight, game. by the time this goes. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Monday. It's already we should played. never try and date it's it. It's already played. Uh, I apologise for that, everyone. <laughs> and if you, wa- in and if, if you want to see that, <laughs> if you do want to see that goal, it is actually on our Facebook. Absolutely, it is. Um, okay, go on there. Well, let's go from football to rugby. Uh, George Smith, thirty-seven years old. I love him. Oh, what an absolute Pops, animal! Literally, that was, that was one of the guys in the team. He's uh, Jordan Patea. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes. Yeah. So he wasn't even born when George Smith um, started his career. Yeah, which was like eighteen years ago. So eighteen years of rugby, thirty-seven years of age. When he first came out, he had the mad dreadlocks, big yeah, smile. He's been someone that's moved through the rugby ranks with, you know, no, not any mud flown at him, thrown at him. Oh, there's been, no, there's been a few. Has incidents. there? Yeah, there has. There has been. There was an incident in Canberra where he punched a fella. Oh, deserved, so there's that one. Sorted outside yeah, of court. That, that fella deserved it. Do you know what uh, he needs is AFL, the that. whole pay it off system. But, um, but then there was the incident in South Africa, I think, where he ripped the lights off. The taxi actually deserved it. And then there it. was the one in Japan <laughs> as well recently. But look. <laughs> This all this being okay. said, all so this been being said, George Smith, I respect the bloke very highly. Mm. He's one of the best players ever to grace the game. Play for the Brumbies, you know, with the likes of Gregan and Larkham. 
Um, played for the Wallabies for a long time. He's gone over to Japan. Now he's coming back to the Reds. Um, I think he's excellent. Give him a shot. He come back and played for the Reds, I don't know, maybe two, three years ago. Absolutely killed it. He's old, yes. But guess what? He can still fucking play the game. Well, yeah, go on. No, I was just going to say, most of the players within the forward rank are all about 21 or, yeah. or under, and now he's 37. So in a way, like having that sort of experience to be able to sort of keep that section quite calm and cool and not hot-headed is way forward, right? Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that's the reason why he's come back, to give a little bit of experience to a very young uh, forward pack at the Queensland Reds. However, he, I think I think he played I think he played 30 minutes. Uh, he played 30 minutes last week uh, and he's been going really, really well. So I think, you know, he's going to get more game time uh, and he is a legend of the game. Uh, hopefully he doesn't go out through injuries. I'm, I'm going to put it out there, bring him back to Send the nudes. fucking Wallabies. <laughs> oh, because yeah, okay. It, oh, to be honest, yeah, to be honest, I... Um, I've a bit of disinterest in, in following the Wallabies of recent. Mm. Um, I don't think they've got the passion there, but I think if you bring back the likes of George Smith, you know, even for that morale booster and that experience, I think you'd do wonders for the team um, to coach those junior players. Well, Reds are currently sitting at 13th on the table at the moment, all, all over. Is yeah. it going to help? Well, <laughs> look, all the Aussie teams aren't going the greatest. No. Um, it's probably not going to help the uh, Super campaign, I wouldn't think, but I love the bloke. I think he's an excellent player and um, bring him back. I also read that David Campese is coming back as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the motorised scooters. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not actually coming back, uh, listeners. Uh, but uh, I thought I'd put it out there. George Smith, though, yeah, cracking lad. Uh, I think he, he'll go really well for the experience. Coming back to the Wallabies, I think that's a bit of a massive shout. But, um, yeah, I wish him all the best. All right, rugby could be fun again. Well, let's get, you know, let's go back to rugby league. We've actually, we're really rugby league dominant today. We've got Tony Sands, ring-a-ding-a-ding, Billy Slater, and we've done a lot of rugby league chat at the start of the show. But, hey, Spice, talk the game up. Let's get Tony Sands on the phone. Ring-a-ding-ding, the man needs no introduction. How are you, Sandsy? Never seen it brighter. How are you, Bull Terrors? (laughs) How are you, Bull Terrors? He's had a couple. <laughs> so Sansy, talk us through the week that's been made. It's uh, it's a Saturday night for everyone. Actually, no, it's not. It's a Monday night because our podcast is coming out Monday night. Monday, <laughs> Monday, Monday. Yeah, these mongs too long. <laughs> hey, can you can you talk, Sansy? You all right to talk? You got this? Yeah, yeah, no, good, good to go, mate. <laughs> just probably there's probably someone after child support from Queensland or something, mate. It'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> so talk us through the week that's been, Sansy. What's been happening? All right, so last week, uh, oh, look, we didn't have the best day. Went down in all grades. Um, Half your luck. Yeah, couldn't uh, couldn't get on the field. Um, yeah, just just missed a cut last week, unfortunately. So um, I had a good talk to the coach this week, just asked him, you know, what's going on. And he, he said to me, he said, look, Sandy, it's very competitive this year. There's a lot of blokes. Got about 35 people trying to get into a 20-man squad. And I said, listen, mate, I can tell you the truth. Just tell me where I'm up to. You know, we got 35 <laughs> trying to get in. Where am I at? He said, mate, you're about 38. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a few things to work on, apparently. But that's all right. We'll what are we going to work on, Been there before. Yeah, yeah, see if we can help you. We're very experienced. Yeah, we've room. got some really good experience in this room. How can we help you? What do you need to work on? Well, look, I'll tell you now, there's only reason. A good friend of mine once said to me, mate, you should have played NRL. The only reason you didn't is probably, you know, I don't know, skill and strength. Probably size and a bit of speed, but no, I, can, I, can, I can work that out. I should be in like Flynn. We've <laughs> <laughs> got a bit of experience here, but I don't think we can shave 40 yeah. years off you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sandy, I'm just showing the team here a picture of you in your Gungalum Bulls budgie smugglers with Shut the up. electrical tape around your head. Is that him now? That is him right now. We will stick it on our face. Ring a ding ding. That's it, <laughs> hey? You ever seen a bull with three horns? Don't <laughs> <laughs> chop a reed. The one in the middle looks the one in the middle looks a bit small than the ones on the outer though. <laughs> Have you got three legs, Sandy, or what? It was a cold night. That, that was about one in the morning. I was in the garage watching old, old videotapes. You can see the VHS tapes in the background. You actually can. <laughs> so Sandy, you've got some interesting ink there, mate, too. You've actually got the Gungalum bulls on your right forearm, it looks like. Is that correct? Yeah, I did, mate. Yeah, they, uh, I made a life member last year, so if you hang around long enough, eventually they give you something. So <laughs> well done, Sandy. Well done. I got that the next, next day, yeah. Uh, 
mate. Well done. And what, what's the plans for the uh, for the week ahead, mate? Um, All right. Well, up? I'm actually out of the Oval right now. We're setting the Oval up for, for tomorrow's game. So, um, it's best to set them up after a few beers, I like to think. So we've got, <laughs> got playing the Queen and Blues tomorrow, so I'll be after that camp easy. Obviously, I won't be on the field in first grade, but I might be able to get in the sheds there and Are you going to heckle something. in from the sidelines? Surely. Will I sledge from the sideline? What's your, what's your sledge going to be if you go for him? <laughs> I can't really call him bald, so I don't know. I'll just tell him how, how good how Spain discovered Italy pretty much and then see how we go from there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sandy, I love your work, mate. Tonight, what's the plans? Are you uh, covering a couple of pig's ears, mate? Yes, mate. Yeah, yeah. We'll just uh, just get lubricated. I'm an old fella, so I need, uh, need the joints going good. A bit of lubrication just for Nothing tomorrow will, will, be, will be good. You're no know, good going in dry. Right. <laughs> Said the vicars of the netball team. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't come out how it that, that sounded. It wasn't what I meant. But anyway. <laughs> You're talking to the four kings of innuendo. <laughs> no, no, that's right. I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what I did do last night, they guys. Absolutely sensational. Um, the Gunga Island Bulls. So it was a full grade play every week. Um, we've got a ladies team and they play league tag. But this year we've also got a ladies tackle team. And. Uh, they had their first game last night. They got they got dusted. They were lost by about forty, but <laughs> that's all right. They um, seven of the girls never played footy before. You got uh, three uh, three or four young mums in the team. Uh, two of the two of the mums who got babies that are less than six months old. They went out and had a crack and right. couldn't be bloody prouder of them. And just you know, my daughter was there and she played played her first first proper game of tackle. She plays league tag tomorrow. She coaches. Uh, my grandson tomorrow morning, so she's a bit of a ball terror. She's secretly she's my hero. So, oh, great Good stuff, Sansy. It's great to end on a note like that, mate. Thank you very much for that, and um, mate, good luck for tomorrow. All right, boys. Listen, ring a ding, ding. Them blues. I'll roll for the upcoming. Don't you worry. Come on, <laughs> the Queensland Blues. Yeah, oh, don't you worry, mate. I've got you. I've got all sorts of hours after you. It'll be right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm folding campo now, mate. You're gonna get it. <laughs> Thank you very much, yeah, Sansy. Do you want to sign us out, mate? Ring-a-ding-ding, guys. Be a ball terror all week. (laughs) See you, mate. mate. Thank you. Ring-a-ding-ding. You can't get any better than that. Oh, maybe we can. We always like to test the water by just doing the weird and wacky sports with Sasha. That's right, ladies and gents. Um, Right, this week we've got the uh, Black Pudding Championships. Now, thank you, Chris, for looking this one up for me. (laughs) On the taxi on the way over, after we spend a severe amount of time at Ravisi's in Bondi, hashtag Ravisi's, we're playing a lot of stuff today, Chris. A lot of stuff. You you guys are. Can we get a gift card? We we need one. $100 gift vouchers. So, this one's actually held again in England. You blokes are fucked up over there. (laughs) In Ramsbottom, your hometown. Ramsbottom. Ramsbottom and black pudding. This sounds like it's going... Is it about tossing a sausage down an alleyway or something like that? It's about tossing a sausage but not down an alleyway. I've got a few of them. So it's... (laughs) (laughs) You've tossed one. The goal of the black pudding championships is to hit as many puddings as possible. So it's up on a stand, the puddings. I'm just going to keep talking, right? Puddings are up on a stand, but you've got to throw sausages at the puddings to knock the puddings off the stand. I don't know what she's doing. Uh, She's just thinking of of a big black. And this is where we go. How many this times have you throw yourself? How many times have you thrown your sausage at a pudding, Carlo? This is what I'm talking about. This is all that's in my head right now, not Carlo. Are you thinking of me? No. Oh, what are you doing right now? Stop it. All the listeners at home, Carlo has a spread eagle right here. Did the colour of your t-shirt match the colour of your shorts? I don't really know, Chris. Oh, that one's fucking camouflage. In my house, I just. All I see is a set of fucking arms and a head poking out. <laughs> like he's got the full camo going on. But at least he hasn't got the moose knuckle that you did the other week. Go on. Oh, that moose knuckle was incredible, <laughs> mate, wasn't it? I love how we get distracted. Going for a Look, long story Squirrel. short, long story short, the goal is to hit as many puddings off a stand, which is elevated in the air probably about four or five metres. Right. You get a sausage and you throw it up in the air and you try and knock the puddings <laughs> off the thing with your sausage. <laughs> oh, that's it. It's held in Rams Bottom, England, and that's the wacky sports segment for this week. Yeah, yeah. The- uh, great. Fuck <laughs> me. I don't know what to, I don't I haven't even got a comeback for that. That's it. That's it. It's weird and wacky, but that's Thank what we're all about. Oh, we're talking to someone serious like Billy Slater later on. Oh. We can try and come back from this. Radio. You know, tell Billy that. I'm sure you'll say, Shut up! Sometimes you just got to lick the stamp and send it, though, can't <laughs> 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 Hashtag Daniel Ricardo. <laughs> We've got Billy Slater up next.
Well, uh, the next guest needs no introduction simply because, as per usual, all our guests are divas and they demand they do it themselves. Who is on the line? Well, uh, you say I need no introduction, but apparently I've got to give my own introduction. So just uh, knock about country boy from North Queensland, doing his best down in Melbourne, loves the horses, loves his footy. Uh, I'm Billy Slater. Oh, there's never been a more humble man in this whole universe. This man is an absolute just a knockabout legend. bloke. I love that. Just a knockabout bloke. Just the best fullback to ever played this game. Yeah. Just a goat. I know. I know. We've basically put a, a box list. of Kleenex on the table for the boys while we talk to you. They love. No you. worries. I'm still in awe. I'm still in awe. We're talking to Billy Slater. Hey, going, Sasha. <laughs> Schoolboy. Look, Billy, look, you, you boys have fucking, you, you had a slow start to the season, but you've really started firing now, and it's been fucking sensational to watch. I was there on Anzac Day with my little boy. We sat with your wife and your children, and we was all just mesmerized, not one by your skill factor, but the whole team performance. It was just magnificent. What's, what's going on there? Yeah, well, it was, um, it was a late year last year, and we, we played all the way up till December in the World Cup, so... It was a late start for our pre-season. We didn't come back until oh, late January. So we had the World Club Challenge in February. And, um, yeah, as a team, we probably didn't fire until about round four or five. Um, we were a little bit patchy in the first month. But over the last three weeks, we've just really found our, our rhythm and we've taken the errors out of our game and we've just stayed in our in our positions and um, just played footy and really enjoying our footy at the moment. So... Uh, personally, I'm um, yeah, yeah, having a ball, uh, still enjoying what I'm doing. And uh, on the weekend, I don't think anyone could have expected the, the scoreline, especially that first half that we produced. And uh, obviously the Warriors have been up for a long time uh, for the first six or seven weeks, and uh, we just caught them on a bad day. Mate, like you, you boys collectively as a team are just fucking outstanding. Craig Bellamy's doing an incredible job. I don't know what he does. I don't know how he does it. But he seems to turn it around time and time and time again now. You turn 35 pretty soon, but you're running around that park like a 22-year-old. <laughs> uh, on the weekends, I feel pretty good, but uh, during the week, I certainly feel 35. Um, yeah, things don't recover as quick as they used to, Chris, but um, yeah, no, I'm enjoying myself. Craig's, look, he, he's, he doesn't overcomplicate things. He's a very simple coach, and he um, he just really focuses on what's important to get a good foundation in a team. And he doesn't veer away from that. He, um, yeah, so he's he's a very good coach in the sense that he keeps things simple and everyone knows their role within our structures. Billy, I mean, you had such a significant injury. A lot of people sort of sat there and guessed, like, would you come back and would you even come back to form? You've gone above and beyond that. It was even to the point I saw you on Instagram today. You were uh, doing a new fitness program with a mate of mine, uh, Mick Chapman. Yeah, it's... Um yeah, it's it's something that we we put together. It's it's all about getting people moving, and you know, uh, I, I do another program uh, which is in in Queensland, and we've just bring it, brought it down to to New South Wales in Sydney, and that's Billy's buddies, and 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 that's about the same sort of uh, process is about getting kids moving and and getting kids uh, educated into living a healthy lifestyle and and exercising and and getting them uh, in a routine and teaching them good habits from an early age. So, um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's something that I'm interested in. It's something that I've been a, it's been a part of my life, uh, all my life. I, I grew up in North Queensland, and I was always outdoors uh, exercising, and I probably didn't even know it back then. But um, in this day and age, with all the obesity and all the, all the problems around that, um, I think if we can educate our, our young kids and um, our teenagers to get out and and do something um, with their with their lives and with their with their bodies. It's um, it can do stuff for, for mental health. I'm not a psychologist or anything like that, but I know when I train, it just makes me feel good about myself. Mate, you're you're an avid family man. You you post the kids, the wife, the whole picture, the the dog, the whole lot, and and it's really beautiful <laughs> to see such a grounded, down to earth man that just really cares about his family so much. Now, <laughs> you recently, somewhere. this is good. No, I love the man. He's great. <laughs> Now you've recently done a bit, a bit of a, a video and a shoot with the family. How, how did the family pull up after this? 
<laughs> you got a bit of insult information. We've been speaking to Nick's man. Well, Chapo's well, an animal too. So. I, I, I'm happy. I'm happily to explain what what happened. Well, so we went and did a a day shoot. So I did a full day shoot. My wife came in for half of the day, and and my kids came in for a quarter of the day after school. So. Um, my wife uh, loves her training. She goes out and she works out with her with her girlfriends and uh, really enjoys that side of things. But after the half a day shoot, she couldn't walk for about three days. And uh, yeah, Is that the first I, I time heard she's had the, that with the you, full mate? brunt of it. It was uh, every time she got off the couch, it was uh, it was a whinge and a moan and a groan. So. Um, yeah, so I'm going to have to crack the whip a little bit harder and she's going to have to train a little bit harder. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, <laughs> Good question, good. mate. <laughs> <laughs> I took my little boy and the dog to catch up with Billy and the family before the Anzac Day test and Nick all said, yeah, we, we can stick around in the park for an hour, but then it's pre-game routine, got to go and get a massage. I assume she was talking about Billy. We were left with the kids and uh, she had to go and get a rub. <laughs> you could ask yourself if you'd be doing anything right at the moment. <laughs> it took a day doing training where she couldn't walk and yeah. then she has to go and get a rub on game day with someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, Sashi, mate, um, a quick one for you, and we ask this about all of our uh, guests. Now, <laughs> budgies, when you finish the game, you're all hot and sweaty. It's for our listeners back home. Um, <laughs> do you wear budgies, mate, or do you go in the shower in the Rodney Rood? Uh, I, I actually wear um, – uh, got some kangaroo speedos from the World Cup last year, so I, I play in them. But yeah, I, I shower. I'm the old school footy player. I, I shower with the no gear on, and yes! only a, there's yes! only about a handful of us left. That's it. Mate. I Get thought you were actually gonna out. go. I thought you were about to go the other way and be our very first athlete that said that you've gone in the Rodney Rude. Uh, not in the Rodney Rude. No, no. The younger guys, yeah, it's it's a trend these days. But um, when I first came into first grade, it was uh, it was. Yeah, policy that you, you you got the gear off. Good, mate. And have you ever wore the footy shorts in the, in the change rooms, pulled them up a little bit higher and let the fruit and veg hang out the bottom? <laughs> 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 oh, what happens in the shed stays? Yes, the shed. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Billy, just Carlo here. Just want to, obviously following on of what Chris said in, in uh, Life After Football uh, with the farm and the, the, the new venture with Brick Lane. Do you want to just give us a bit of an insight onto that? Yeah, Carlo. Well, we're actually uh, sitting around a fire at the moment down at the farm. We oh, we got yeah. twenty acres just outside of Melbourne, and uh, I've always loved my horses. I, I worked in the racing industry um, when I was younger, and I've got a couple of broodmares. So, I'm looking to pursue that sort of industry when, when I finish playing footy, and um, yeah, it's something that that excites me. Um, I, I'm in a in a craft beer down in Victoria. I never thought I'd uh, be associated with a craft beer, but it's something that um, came my way, and um, yeah, it's a, it's a great little uh, adventure that we're we're on down here in Melbourne, and got some friends of ours that that are in it as well. So um, that'll be sort of kicking off, uh, and you know, pushing forward into Queensland and New South Wales in the in the future as well. So it's uh, yeah, I'm a pretty busy man at the moment, but yeah, really enjoying my life. Uh, obviously, down here in Melbourne, it it's great. It's um, it's a thoroughbred industry down here in in Victoria, and looking at getting more into the breeding side of things. Mate, just a quick one for all of our three listeners out there. Um, <laughs> what is the name of the craft beer, mate, so you can put, give it a little plug? Uh, Brick Lane, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's Brick Lane. It's it's all about um, Melbourne and, and what Melbourne's about. And, um, yeah, it's a pretty good drop, so go and get yourself a carton or so. <laughs> I'm glad you <laughs> clarified what it was called because when Carla was saying I thought he actually was saying Brick Lane. Not yeah, Brick Lane. It's, it's, yeah, it's, Carlo's pretty hard to understand, <laughs> so I understand that. Um. Hey, um, I want to bring it back to sort of rugby league at the moment. What's your take on the way, uh, like, the, you look at the table at the moment, you've got Dragons, Panthers, Warriors, and yourself with the Storm in our top four teams. It's 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 not a punter's game at the moment, is it? Yeah, it's, it's pretty hard to sort of pick, and I, I suppose that's what the NRL really enjoy. They they enjoy every, every fan uh, from every club, thinking that they're a chance of winning the competition. And um, you look at the form teams of the first month to six weeks and 
and that was the Dragons, the Warriors, and the Tigers, and, and they didn't even play finals football last year. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's yeah, you know, it's it's hard to to pick right now, but um, it's only early stages, and um, oh, I think there's there's a few other dark horses that aren't playing great at the moment that'll probably find themselves in that finals and the, they'll be a big threat. And, and that, that's the Cowboys and the Roosters and those sort of guys. <laughs> the Sharks are always hard to beat, but it's uh, it's a great competition to be a part of and I think everyone's alive at the moment. Do, do you think it has a lot to do with the fact that, I mean, they've tried to build the front end of the competition with a lot of the local derbies uh, to try and get a little bit more interest in the game? Where, for example, I mean, you guys have played a couple of teams twice over already. Has that got a big play in terms of where everyone's sitting at the moment? Um, look, I don't think so. Look, when the NRL do the draw, it, it's really hard for everyone to be happy. Um, if, if they if they tinker with one game, it just has a domino effect through the whole competition. So I, I can understand. Like we we played the the Tigers three uh, one week, and three weeks later we played them again. So it's look that's the way it is. Obviously, ideally you'd probably want to spread it out a little bit, but. Um, you want to sort of try and capitalise on the the derbies and like we want the Anzac Day game and we got a full house down here in Melbourne for that game, which is which is a fantastic achievement. So you don't want to be letting go of all these advantages that you can take um, with with derbies and all that and big games uh, just because you want everyone to have an even even run of the draw. So um, yeah, it's it's a bit. <laughs> it's it's a bit pros and cons the draw, but um, I think it's in good shape. Oh, well, it's great to hear a player's perspective, especially as I said, you know, someone as great as you. Thanks so much for coming on our show this week. We really appreciate it, mate. Thanks, guys. Really enjoyed my time. Uh, do I have to do an outro, or yeah, do it. am I just gone? No, just do it. Oh, outro you yourself. <laughs> <laughs> see you later. <laughs> no, no. See you later. <laughs> Thanks, legend. Carlo's excited because uh, we've actually had a bit of a return serve from our uh, celebrity on the phone today. I'm yeah, I'm basically, Chris is in the doghouse. A little someone has uh, overheard a conversation that we had. Nicole, now we actually get people to intro themselves on the show, and you're no exception. So give us a little <laughs> intro. This is, of course, the magic behind the man. This is Billy Slater's beautiful wife, Nicole Slater. I'm creeping now because I know what I've done before. <laughs> Look so at him sucking I'm up so much. I'm digging, I'm digging holes like a fucking ferret here. So please help me out. The wonderful Nicole Slater. Woohoo! Hi, guys. Hey, um, <laughs> do, you, you must have overheard a bit of a chat just before, hey? Oh, look, I hear a lot of laughing, and then when you guys were done, I'm 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 just sitting outside to paint the picture, watching the fire and the sun setting, minding my own business. Wine in hand, of and course. I, and I hear that it's just been an absolute roasting on me. So <laughs> I, I thought I've, I need to defend myself here because I've seen... Like there's a pattern and every time Bill does something on radio that I get painted out to be the worst wife ever. <laughs> no, oh, you, can you sit down now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he actually painted it quite well. He said, uh, for the first time ever in your life, you weren't able to sit down um, or walk and uh, you actually you had to go and look after yourself and get a rub on game day on your own. <laughs> it was, I know. And look, it did look quite strange for um, Chris's point of view, the fact that I just they came all this way to catch up, and halfway through, I uh, had my um, massage therapist ready to go, so I just had to leave. And I had one hour of an amazing cupping and massage. It was great. So, so where's your massage therapist located? In Melbourne. Whereabouts? <laughs> She's the best in the business, but um, I'll keep her all to myself so that no one else can use her. <laughs> <laughs> did, 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 you, did you go to his venue? Did I get what, sorry? Did you go to his venue or did he come to your house? No, they come They come over. It's <laughs> <So laughs> amazing. What, she, she was straight on the wines. Isn't that right? What's that, sorry? He said, well, we've actually got to always decipher yeah, things right. that come out of Carlo's mouth. He said uh, you are obviously on the wines as well, were you? No, no. no I'm, um, well, right now I'm not. I don't really drink that what? much. But, then when yeah. I, but when I do, I have an alter ego called Leslie and Chris is very yes. <laughs> Well, I, I told I told everybody not to mention the name Leslie, right? Because you would never tell me another thing again. But now you've mentioned it. Where is Leslie? Yeah, take me through the alter ego. I've got one as well. 
Leslie's like the most inappropriate person. Leslie Black, she's got a surname. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about a surname. She only needs one name. She's, <laughs> she's kind of like Oprah and Madonna. Like you, you really know when you've got Leslie out. <laughs> but, um, I feel like I don't get out and drink that much so that when I do, I really make the most of it. And then it's like a whole year's worth of drinking just added up into one night. So anything goes and um, it's, it's, a lot, it's a lot of fun. I want to have a drink with you so bad, Leslie. <laughs> And also you as well too, Nicole, but le- no, mostly no, no, Leslie. No. Yeah. Leslie's so much fun. 100%. I'm telling you, I love Leslie. My she comes out, I'm going, come on, is she playing out yet? And when she yeah, does, I- it is so much fun. Yeah. I've got a, um, the North Queenslander comes out very thick and fast. <laughs> and um, it's a lot of fun to be around, but as long as you don't mind a bit of swearing here and there. So. We're all for that here. <laughs> Oh, we, we can't fucking get enough of it. I love, um, the, yeah. I love the fact how Billy just runs away as soon as Leslie comes out. <laughs> yeah. Billy's taking pictures of the fire right now. He's got no idea where to put his head. No. <laughs> hey, hey, so Leslie, Nicole, um, we want to know the workout you did with the kids. Was it as hard as you made out? Or are you really not actually working out hard with your friends? Do you just sip a destructed cafe latte? Yeah, I feel, I, don't worry. I asked the same question to myself, but one is that I did do a lot of the workout before I went and picked up the kids and then I had to continue the workout with the kids and then I did question myself when I couldn't sit down to go to the toilet <laughs> without holding on to my ball. Hey, hey <laughs> so, Nicole, in your defence, Chapo is a really good mate of mine and he's an absolute animal trainer. Yeah, well, look, I did. I don't know how many hours I was doing um, the shoot for, but every time I did a squat or did a position, he had to correct me, and I had to continue to hold it for a little bit longer. So that was my defence on why I was sore than Billy. <laughs> I'll talk to him about that. What does he yeah, fucking well- know? <laughs> Nicole, Nicole, it's Sash here. Um, At least you did it after a workout, not like Carlo every Sunday after a big Saturday night. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Very true, Nicole. If you want to have an interesting podcast, just call me next time Leslie comes out. That'll. Oh, do you know what? You call us. Put us on speed dial. <laughs> and I'll tell yes. you what. Well, maybe we could all do a podcast having a few drinks. That oh, might be that's kind of what we're doing right now. We'll be down at the farm next week. Yeah, we, we definitely should do that. And Carla, you should stop getting them different kind of massages. Just go and see Nicole's massage therapist. <laughs> Is there another? I, it's, I always it's thought happy Have you heard of latte. it before? <laughs> That's it. Next time we're coming to the farm, we're drinking some Brick Lane and uh, Leslie and my alter ego, Darren, are going to come out and combine. Darren! Darren <laughs> and Leslie! Oh, Comrade Smith will also be there. <laughs> this oh, this sounds very interesting. interesting. Yeah. That, that says a lot. Well, because I just start wrestling and my voice goes husky like Darren Lockyer, so I start again oh. being Darren. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> is. Yeah, well, let's let's reschedule this Love um, for in about a couple of months' time. You guys can come on down. We'll get massages, drink, and a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. Present. Thanks so much for your return serve, Nicole slash Leslie. No worries. I'll speak to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Okay, let's wrap it up there. Chris has already left the table. Sasha, Carlo, an amazing episode. We've set the precedent now. There's time for a turn serve. If you can't... Don't call me again. (laughs) We don't. You just turn up. Exactly right. It's hard to keep away. Wow, we wish you didn't call him again. The Sport Project. Thanks, guys. We'll be back again next week. Yes, you got it right. Are you?